Hello, and welcome to Hope Church. We're a local church with chill style, real faith, and no perfect people allowed. Thanks for checking out our podcast. This is a message from our SoCal location in the Santa Cruz, California area. We hope this message is encouraging. If you live near either of our locations, we'd love to have you join us for one of our many Sunday services. Wow, isn't it good to gather together? Wow. You may find a seat. Yeah, can we thank the, the band and all the people working with kids over there? And everybody came early and set up. This is amazing. I spent a couple weeks in Europe and the UK, and they have the most beautiful buildings, but they're empty. There's, there's like no people. And what, what an amazing thing to be able to come together in this cathedral created by God with his people. Uh, to worship before the Lord. Amen? Yeah. yeah. So awesome. My name's Danny. If we haven't met, I'm excited to share with you guys today. Uh, you're like, who? Um, it's so cool that we can gather together. We aren't separate churches. We are one church in yeah. Jesus. Amen? So cool that we can gather together with that unity. Um, I met some people here that are here for the first time or that just started um, coming to one of the one of the locations where we gather. Um um, as some of you may already know, and as I shared, I was in Europe for a couple of weeks, in Europe and in the UK. Two things happened. Um, I got invited to come and meet some wonderful pastors in Switzerland and uh, some church planners and connect with them that some of you guys already know. We've had some really cool bridges um, from Daniel Brown and some of the uh, families from the coastlands that have gone over there and they were eager to continue that relationship. So I was excited. I'd never been to Switzerland. Um, and my daughter also got an opportunity to dance with the Royal Ballet in London. Yeah, I like how you cheered for her, but not me. She's better. She dances better than I do. Um, I did get asked to dance in the Nutcracker this year. So that at the Civic Auditorium, so you might want to show up for that. <laughs> um, so it was really cool getting to spend some time with pastors over there and, you know, visit them and then spend some time with my daughter in London. Um, after her, her training, we had some time to like do the tourist thing and I wanted to take her to high tea. That's like the thing to do in London, right? And so we went to this really cool place. We're having tea and I just started feeling weird. And I didn't know if it was like something I ate. They eat some weird stuff over there. I didn't know what it was when we ordered it, but I'm, I'm eating these little like truffles and they're like, oh yeah, that's duck liver. And there's like fish eggs, like things that I would use to catch fish with were like in my food. And I started feeling strange and uncomfortable and bloated. And then the next day we got on the plane and I had some pain and I'm trying to, you ever like, you're like, you ever like been in pain and you're like, this is uncomfortable. And uh, I'm, in, I'm, I'm trapped on a plane, so there's nothing I can really do other than just distract myself. I'm like watching movies, you know, because I'm like, I, I can't sleep, I can't rest, I'm not feeling good. And so I'm watching 007 and the Marvel movies, and I'm just kind of distracting myself on the plane. And then as soon as I landed, I, I, you know, I started feeling this pain in my lower right abdomen. And so we landed at San Francisco, and my wife picked me up, and I said, you know, I think I might need to go to the doctor and so they went, I, I ended up at, in the emergency room that night and they took my appendix out 
was kind of that wasn't the re-entry I was hoping for. Maybe maybe you can relate to that, right? We're we're kind of in the re-entry into the school year. Some people have like finished up vacations and it's the re-entry back into work into the fall. And um, sometimes the things we do to refresh ourselves don't always leave us feeling refreshed. And um, and so you know, the, I have a really simple message I want to share with you guys today um, is is just about being refreshed. I believe that God wants us to be refreshed in him today. And um, how are you feeling? Are you feeling refreshed? You ready for the re-entry? <laughs> um, I was not feeling refreshed on that airplane. And how many of you guys know there's a lot of things that promise refreshment in this world that are often just distractions that leave us more weary and unrefreshed. And um, there is a place that we can find true refreshment in the Lord. And I want to look at this scripture. If you guys have your Bibles, we're kind of in the park, so I've got it on my iPad here. But I'm looking at John chapter 7. Normally we have the screens to put put the scriptures on for you, but you can probably pull it up on your phone if you want. John chapter 7, verse 37 through 39. On the last day of the greatest day of the festival, this was the Festival of Tabernacles. It was a really cool festival. Basically, the whole people of Israel would gather together in tents and go camping, remembering the 40 years they spent in the wilderness. And then they would just have this big party. It was kind of like this pilgrimage back to Jerusalem. And uh, on the last day the priests would go down to the pool of Siloam and get some water and they would take it up and they'd pour it on the altar in the temple. And it was, it was representing these prophecies from the Old Testament and Ezekiel and Zechariah where streams of living water, would, it was prophetically spoken that streams of living water would flow out of the temple. And so it's like they're remembering that. And here's Jesus in the midst of this festival. This was like one of those times where like, remember they warned him like, you probably shouldn't go to Jerusalem. And he's like, yeah, because they want to kill me there. But he, he shows up anyways. Um, on the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice. So think of the context of the streams and the living water. Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever receives, believes in me, as the scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. We know the kids are having a good time. I love this. It's great. <laughs> How many of you guys know, it's, if we don't hear the sounds of children in our church, there's a problem, right? We, that's a good sound. I saw churches with, with no people and gift shops in the back museums in Europe. You know, they're just empty, big, beautiful stone cathedrals, but no, no sounds of children. So praise God for that. <laughs> Back to the scripture. Whoever believes in me, as, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this, he meant the spirit whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time, the spirit had not been given since Jesus had not been glorified. So we have this like really amazing festival. People are gathering. Doesn't this feel like a great, this feels, I feel like we're like on a mini church retreat today. Isn't this cool? It's just so refreshing just being out here. Um, And Jesus is at this festival. 
all the people are gathering together, um, you know, in, in somewhat of a, of a traditional mindset, somewhat of a religious mindset, and he stands up in the middle of that and makes this bold claim, right? They're thinking of this living water that's going to flow from the temple someday, and Jesus basically comes and says, hey, it's right here. This is where it's at. And you're going to drink of this living water, and then rivers of living water are going to well up and flow from within you. Isn't that a cool picture? Just what a, what a beautiful metaphor for what we want in our lives to experience the refreshment from God. How refreshed are you today on a scale of one to 10? You don't have to tell me, but just, it's good to like take that inventory too, I think sometimes. Oftentimes we're giving, we're serving. Um, as I know parents of kids, like it's all about our kids. We're wanting to take care of them and serve them and help them. And, you know, you're giving all the time. And it's important that we're giving out of the flow of God within us because we can get dry. Amen. We've got a couple cities right now in America that have trouble with water. There's one that has some pollution in their water. There's one that actually has like, I think as of yesterday, they had 20 days left of drinking water. And how often have we felt like that in our own soul, right? Where we're giving, we're serving, or we're, we're living and we're not taking that time to receive, to be filled up, to be refreshed in God. And so I just have a really simple message for you guys today. And it's just about going to the source. I don't know about you, but I sometimes get overwhelmed by the needs and the brokenness in our world. But I'm encouraged when I think that I don't have to be the answer to everybody. I can do my part, but it really ultimately comes down to each person finding that connection that communion, that living water in Jesus. Every person, each of us, right? We can all experience that on a daily basis. We can take time to be refreshed, to be filled up. Um, so I just have three thoughts for you kind of out of the scripture. And the first one is that we need to drink. We need to drink. Someone said, hoppa. <laughs> We need to drink the living water, right? And there, you know, there's a lot of things that this world offers us to refresh us. But only one thing will truly bring true life. There's only one place where the source is found. Jesus said, let anyone who is thirsty come. Isn't that cool? Just to hear that open invitation. And maybe you're thinking, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I haven't, haven't been a perfect person. I don't know. I really want to, you know, I mean, this is kind of a less intimidating environment to come under the trees in the park, but like going into a church building can be kind of intimidating, right? But you know what? Jesus is, is it's an open invitation. Let anyone come. Isn't that beautiful? Let anyone come and drink. Anyone who is thirsty. It's, it's from that communion, that upward communion with God that we really are refreshed. And I just want to encourage us as a church family that we take time to drink, not just on Sundays once a week. How many of you guys know you're going to be really thirsty if you wait all week to drink something? It's daily. And we all have that opportunity every day. I was so, so thankful after being gone and then going through an emergency surgery they let me come home, and the next day, I was able to walk, and a little uncomfortably, I was able to walk with my wife down the sand 
at Santa Mose Beach and put my feet in the water. And it was just like that moment where I was like, you know, it what yeah, it's beautiful, we live in a great place, but it's really it's it's that connection with God, right? It's that moment where isn't it funny how water is just so refreshing? I think Jesus uses that analogy. Where do you go on vacation? Pool, ocean, beach, hot springs, cold springs, rivers, lakes, and uh, it's so refreshing, right? And so just to be able to go and put my feet in the water at the beach, it wasn't just a moment of refreshing in nature. It was God's creation coming together and just having that moment to just go, wow, like I am so grateful, the gratitude of, of being connected with God. The second thing I want to point out in this is this, this, this picture of rivers of living water within, right? We need to be drinking. We need to have that communion daily with God that's, that comes from upward connection, right? But he also designed us to have this inward connection, right? Not just upward, but inward, that we, have, that we are surrounded by people who have life welling up, life-giving people. Do you have life-giving people around you? Are you intentionally spending time with life-giving people? I think this is a really beautiful analogy right here in the woods. Anyone here lo- just love the redwoods? I'm a total fan of the redwoods. Um, these trees grow to be over 300 feet tall, and the roots are only like 6 to 12 feet deep. Did you know that? Are you a little nervous right now? <laughs> Yet they withstand the greatest storms, winds, fires, earthquakes. Do you know how they have their strength? Underneath the ground right here, there's an interlocking network of roots. They are connected. They are gaining strength from each other. You don't often see redwoods standing by themselves, and there's a reason, because I don't think they can. And we're the same way as people. We need to be interconnected. We need to be in community. Amen? Amen. And, you know, we've kind of gone through a season of disconnection, right, the last couple years, and things are getting back to normal. But our attendance patterns have changed, right? And people, I've just talked to people all the time where it's like, they're coming now instead of like every other week, they're coming like every six weeks and they're like, the people I know, my friends aren't there. I'm like, that's because they're coming six, every six weeks too and you're missing each other, you know? And it's like, we need each other. We need to gain strength and because when we gather together as people with Jesus in our lives, that living water that wells up within us, it refreshes not just ourselves because God didn't create us just to refresh ourselves, amen? He recreated us to refresh one another, I just got tears of joy, and you can ask my wife, I'm not a crier, but just worshiping together with you guys just really um, overwhelmed me with God's love in that moment, and it's, it's, it's because being together is what we were created for. So communion upward, community inward, we need to dwell together in community. And then the third thing I want to point out is that is delivery. How many of you guys know there's a lot of people in our world that are thirsty? We see it everywhere. People are thirsty. And it might maybe, they may be going about it the wrong way sometimes. We all have friends and family members that are thirsty, but they're going about it the wrong way. 
they're searching for things that are refreshing, but they will never fulfill. But they're not looking to the church. Europe's like a little bit further down the, the pipe than we are, but it's quickly becoming that where people aren't looking to the church. They drive by the church and they think like an Elks Club or a you know Masonic temple, or they're like, that's a place where I'll never belong. But there's hope. <laughs> there's hope because God's created us to be the delivery system. Amen? He didn't just put his living water in a temple on a hill. We're now that delivery system. This, this, this moment where Jesus is speaking about the temple and living water coming out of it is he's speaking about himself fulfilling the temple because we were created for mobile connection anyways, weren't we? God created us for this, to be connected with him in community wherever we are, whether it be in the trees or in the city or in the church building. In heaven, amen? Yeah. And so... As we drink deep of the well that is Jesus and he fills us with this living water, the natural outflow is that we deliver that to other people. Amen? Amen. And it happens very simply. I was getting rolled out of the hospital on a wheelchair and I actually needed it. Like I was a little dizzy from whatever they put me on and I'm like hurting from here to here, you know, and this beautiful woman... Um, she could be my mom, was wheeling me out of the hospital. And I don't know why she told us this. We're wheeling out and she just randomly tells us, yeah, my son passed away a year ago and he was the same age as you. Oh, my heart, you know? And it was just natural to say, can we pray for you? So here I am, I'm all bandaged up a little bit high. not by my own intention. And I'm like sitting there, you know, before getting into my car to leave, I just felt that, that you know, just you have that, you have that sense. Can I pray for you? Most people don't turn that down. I, don't, I can't remember when I've had somebody turn that down. And it was just like we got to gather around her and pray with her on Sunday morning when she's working at the hospital, not able to go to church. We got to bring church to her. Isn't that cool? I, I did nothing. It was just like, okay, Lord, you totally set this up. And um, even in our low moments, when we feel like we're totally weak, we have nothing to give, God will flow through us in ways that you never would imagine because of his Holy Spirit. That's what this is all about, friends. Jesus is talking about the Holy Spirit that he intended for us to live with this connection all the time. Mobile connection, right? Jesus was was a mobile, had mobile connection in a dial-up world. You know what I'm saying? He was walking around. They, they thought you had to go to the temple to get cleaned, and he would go out to somebody who was unclean and make them clean. You see? Because he had the whole, he was demonstrating how we can live with the Holy Spirit, bringing hope, bringing life to people. And the cool thing is you don't have to try. The harder you try sometimes, the worse you make it. We get in our own way sometimes. When the Holy Spirit is working in us and through us and we learn how to allow him to flow through us, it's natural. It's not weird. We make it weird. Amen? All right. That's the big idea today. Really simple message. He wants to refresh you and he wants to refresh others through you. Where have you, as we just kind of 
close this out. Where have you been thirsty for things that offer refreshment that doesn't last? How is God reminding you today to be refreshed in him? I want to take a moment in prayer, just a minute here, where I just want to invite us to just take a moment to drink of his living water. Maybe, maybe take a, maybe take a, you know, make a decision to jump in. One of my first days in Switzerland, I'd never been there and I'm staying with people, actually some friends, uh, the Hoobers, they were super cool. And Philip asked me the first morning, he says, hey, do you want to jump in the river? And I'm like, I'm totally jet lagged. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> and there's this beautiful river that runs right through the city in Basel. And it's crazy because it's like, you know, like big city trains and buses and cars and, you know, lots of like big skyscrapers. And then there's this like beautiful blue, just like, it looks like a river. You could just go down there and lap it up in your mouth. It's so clean and beautiful, right? And what they do is they, like people, like their lunch break or in the morning before work, they'll just walk down there in the summer and they'll walk up the river and then they'll jump in and then they'll just float. It's the coolest thing. And so I'm like, that is the cure for jet lag. Let me tell you, you ever get somewhere where you're off with the jet lag, just go jump in the river. And we j but it was the coolest thing. We walked along the river and I was, he was telling me about the city and then we jumped in and just kind of swam and float. It was like effortless. You know, and I think that's how God designed us to live. He said, come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. There's another translation that says, learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Some of us need to just jump in the river today and be refreshed in him. Acts 3.19, Peter was preaching to the crowds. He says, repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. Isn't it cool that God wants to bring refreshing times in our lives? Doesn't mean everything's going to be perfect. You're going to avoid the emergency room. But God will provide times of refreshing no matter where you're finding yourself today. Can we take a moment to just be refreshed in Him? I was meditating on Psalm 23 the last few weeks where it says, um, He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. We hope this message encouraged you to take the next steps in your relationship with God. The cool thing is that you don't have to do it alone. There are a lot of ways to, you can get connected here at Hope. Not only do we want you to feel at home at Hope, we'd love to help you find a home. Please check out discoverhope.church and click connect or just email us at info at discoverhope.church. Lastly, we give everything we can away for free and rely 100% on volunteers donations to support this ministry. If you'd like to give to the Mission of Hope Church, you can select the Give option on our website or text any amount to 831-800-2060. Thanks again for tuning in.